Thursday afternoon, 5.30 Eastern, 4.30 Central. Cheez-It Bowl, Camping World Stadium in Orlando. 9-3, and three, number 13, Florida State. Laying nine against the 6-6 six and six Oklahoma squad. First time in three years the Seminoles have been to a bowl. That's their longest bowl drought in nearly half a century when they went from 72 to 76 without going to a bowl. And it's a de facto home game, really. Anything in the state of Florida, a home game for the Seminoles, the Gators, and the Hurricanes against the Sooners program that feels like is still staggering from the whole Lincoln Riley, Caleb Williams departure a year ago. Jordan Travis already announced he's going to be back next season for Florida State. Jamie Robinson, Jared Verse, all ACC guys that are going to play as well. Um, I don't know how thin the patience is in Norman for Brett Venables already, but I imagine it'll get much thinner if they end the year with a losing record. I think all the motivation, as we talked about earlier, RJ, is on Florida State side here, and I do think they I think they smash Oklahoma. I think this is a double-digit win for them, so I have no problem laying the nine, Kayla. Yeah, it is a weird year for OU when they're going into a bowl game as the nine-point underdog, but uh, the Seminoles will be heading into this one at full strength while OU will be without a slew of players Normally, this would be an exciting matchup. I just hope that OU does show up on the field and isn't already looking to put the season behind them. Florida State's going to be fired up to be playing in their first bowl game since 2019 and have a 10-game win season, as mentioned. I think Florida State just has more to play for in this one and will. I would love to go with OU to cover and at least make it interesting, but I don't see that happening. So I like the Seminoles at minus nine. And I kind of like the over in this one. After all, it's still a Big 12 team taking on a Florida State team who averages nearly 40 a game. So like the Seminoles, like the over. And, and and a loss for Oklahoma in this one against the spread would make it their worst against the spread season since 2004. They would finish 4-9 and nine against the spread, RJ. Um, you know, I, I understand there's a lot of change happening in Norman, but when you're the guy who's supposed to be leading forward in the direction of that change, Brett Venables, uh, you better figure it out real quick because the patience is not going to be long there. It's not. Uh, now, they had a good uh, day in recruiting uh, on National Signing Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, from all accounts, they did pretty well. And that's good for them. It's an easy place to recruit. It's three hours from Texas, if that, two hours. Uh, it's a great college town. It's one of the great college towns in America, so it's an easy place to recruit. Uh, but it is a disappointment, especially when your former coach uh, was, you know, right there, at number, ranked number four, going to the final weekend of the college football playoff. It's, it's a tough pill to swallow. Uh, if, if you're Oklahoma. But I like Florida State this one for a lot of the reasons that you said. Um, it's, it's a de facto home game. Uh, they've got really good talent there. Uh, and, and this is, you know, for the first bowl game in three years for them, you know, they might be a little bit dialed up. Oklahoma's used to playing in the Final Four. Do they really care about going to Orlando? Right. You know, probably not. Uh, so give me Florida State. I actually like the under of this one. I'll take the under. Okay, total sitting at 65 and a half. RJ will ride with the under, and I think we're all on Florida State to maybe take it to Oklahoma and maybe the Sooners start to bounce back next year after that strong signing day that you mentioned, RJ. Coming up, hour.